Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. So far this month, we've fully covered dry January. Uh, we've briefly mentioned a vegan-friendly beer or two for Veganuary. And in today's episode, we'll wrap up the month covering tri-annuary. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello. And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. We are at the end of January already. I, gen- I, oh, I can't believe it how gone? fast. I can't believe how fast it's it's gone through, and we're still in lockdown. Every day yeah. feels the same. It's literally <laughs> same day to after day. Twenty one. No difference. But but I think the one thing is this triannuary yes. thing has has made a bit has given us a bit of something to look forward to new and different things Ray, to spice it up sunshine spice it up january um because i am getting i don't know about you i don't know about anybody else but i'm not suffering from being in lockdown like i know some some people are yeah. genuinely struggling i've not been struggling in that way it's more been the waking up logging into work working late throwing dinner in my face going to bed and it feels like every day is the same yeah. thing so yeah. us challenging ourselves to drink all the new beers and the new from from new breweries really uh has helped spice things up i think i think if people remember in our end of 2021 episode yes we each covered five beers that we wanted to is ones that i wanted to try and buy from in general that I've, I've not done before to my knowledge and yours was lists of ones that you either wanted to do uh, for the first time or you wanted to do more of i think my list was malt garden dig don soko fallen acorn and wonder beyond what was what was on yours refresh people what was on yours? um mine were brew by numbers play Bruco, braybrook um utopian and don zoko we yes. shared one it was we good. did yeah we shared we shared <laughs> um so so yeah now we've ticked off the majority of the list bar one that we really <laughs> struggled yes. to find utopian was really a struggle to find i'm just gonna end up doing a direct order from them i think yeah Next especially you, sh- you shared the, the black one with me or did i tag yeah, you in that on the black lager one of us tagged the other one in the yeah. black lager and now it's like oh then you saw the pack and there's like a whole pack to it and now we're like okay go on then let's give that one a go yeah um, they've got checks pill check pilsner as well and check pilsners i really oh, like so i mm-hmm. i could say i could say oh i like that but then at the end of the day to me i just go oh it's a pill okay I, I don't you need to teach me what the difference between all the different type of pilsners are so that's separate separate episode right there that's a justification for buying utopian so yep. you can teach me about <laughs> the different pilsners yeah it'd be great yep. so um so yeah i think disclaimer to anybody listening or watching this we have done in the true spirit of triannuary we were not going to do a marathon sprint at the end we have spaced out our drinking we have spaced yep. out our buying we're drinking um, responsibly drinking very very responsibly (laughs) we're only doing four beers tonight in this session and then you're going to notice probably outfit changes and everything else that's going to be um we want to show off our our joanne's got every (laughs) t-shirt got my new new neon t-shirt on i'm so jealous i'm so jealous love it um i think i managed it came from spain i know helen got the same our our friend helen got the same one and if you're she hasn't got it. hers yet, has she? No, she? She's got hers now. <laughs> oh, she has got it now. She has got hers it's now. It's coming from Spain. They took forever. And I was like, why yep. are they sending t-shirts from Spain? <laughs> Neon Raptor, why are you sending t-shirts from Spain? <laughs> it's, it's the third party. I think that does no, the t-shirts yeah. and it happens happens to be in Spain. Very strange, um, but I have it. Love it. If, you, if you're looking at the video, yeah. uh, it's uh, amazing. It's, yeah, it's, ne- so it's, it's Neon Raptor's <laughs> logo. It makes me think the... of like Jurassic Park for some yeah, reason. I don't got, know. Yeah, no, because it's got a... It's got a neon coloured raptor, raptor on it. That's why. I've if, been wanting if anybody, one for ages. If anyone plays board games that listens to this and you know what Dino Island is, it's very Dino <laughs> Island. And only people that play board that games is. are going to know that. Jo, I'll show you the box when okay. we're done recording. Right, so just so you can see the box. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so yeah, so we're drinking very responsibly. We've only got four in this session. So the rest of it, 
you might see us in different outfits and everything else. And that's because we've spaced out our drinking and our buying to support as many people that, as we can on our list. As many yes. people as we could find on our list. Um, and yeah, so just thought I'd put that out there so that if you are watching it, you're not going, that's a acid <laughs> industry. How did that happen? Magic. So yeah, drink responsibly, try everything, but space out your trying, please. Yeah. Um, and so we also want to give a shout out to optimism and left field beers because between us i so i ordered from optimism and tori ordered from left field beer so that we could get all of um all of the ones that we wanted uh very good custom service thank you very much to both of those um go and buy some beers from them yes i got a call directly uh from left field beers because i also had one beer in there that's for another episode we're doing which i'm not going to mention because it doesn't matter right now um, spoilers but yeah I don't want to do a spoiler this time I always spoiler it I'm not doing it this time um but I got a phone call fr- from uh, the guy that runs left your beers and he was very kind to say I need to get your beers out in this time frame I'm missing this one beer it hasn't arrived yet what do you want me to do about it and he gave me several different options of what I could do about it and he was very very nice and normally I uh, sometimes I struggle to get an email from companies not brewery related yeah. but just from companies in general so the fact that I got a phone call I thought it was an open reach engineer for my job and I was like <laughs> oh who's it was a day I wasn't working I was like oh no what's gone wrong and it was a nice conversation to say really sorry what do you want me to do so uh very good customer service no complaints you know they've we'll mention them later about what they're doing for triannuary as well so um go support optimism and left field beers and whoever your local is so yeah good shout out joe yeah Go try something new and support our local bottle shops, everybody. And our independent bottle shops if they're not local to you. (laughs) So what are we going to drink today? Do you want to take people through what we're drinking today? Right, so our first one is one of mine. It is the Braybrook Black Lager. I'm excited about that. It's quite difficult to see on camera, isn't it? Because it's a black label <laughs> a with black like a label. charcoal grey yeah. writing on it, but it looks very, yeah, um, very nice. Clean lines. <laughs> I like it. I like a black lager. <laughs> Girl doesn't like. Never lagers. had a black. I've never had a black. You know, lager. Oh, this is going to nope, be good. This is going to be fun. Um, this then, is mine. Oh yeah, you've got your. Oh one. oh no, yours is first, isn't in. it? Oh no, yeah, I think is... mine's first on the list. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> then we've got. Doesn't matter. Play Brucos uh blackberry and raspberry and cherry pastry sour that's exciting that could be really good we'll find out yeah then we've got one of yours you picked that one specifically as I well i did so. yeah so if it's if it's bad it's my fault it won't be bad <laughs> um then we've got dig Bruco, which is your one she's making me drink a dipper everybody i'm loving every minute of it because she's getting her revenge on a future episode spoiler alert (laughs) yep i am this has got sabro in it though so that's exciting um it's what's it got oh no don't say i never do anything for you (laughs) yeah oh no it's crime fighter from dig and then this is another one of my ones brewed by numbers and it is one of their stouts It is canadian breakfast how lovely does that sound yeah I think like actually it. my dig is first on on the on the lineup, and that's because I think oh, did, I didn't want to um, I my didn't bad. want to do the fruit and then try to do the dip after because I thought the fruit okay, might okay, take away from it. But if you like think a it's a better order, we can no. Let's so let's do dig Braybrook play brew by numbers. Sounds good. Perfect. I'm excited. Right, let's crack drink this. this open then. Right, so we are opening our dig. So dig. From what I understand, they started in 2017 and they're located in Birmingham. Ooh, I don't know if they, I pronounced that properly around, for you. They've been around that long? Yeah. I'm surprised because they were quite high. what I saw. Last year. <laughs> from what I managed to see online. So what I am really gutted about, admittedly, what I am really gutted about is what I liked, um, what really attracted me to dig, obviously besides the hype around them and everyone talking about them and them looking good, their bottles looked amazing. It was like, so they've got these bottles that look kind of similar to this Braybrook one, but I'd say... But they're a little stubby looking they're, ones, They're a little, they? yeah, yeah. It's similar kind of stylish, but yeah, shape. stubbier, like you said, yeah, shape. Yeah. Um, but then they've got the wax seal on top and it's got this sort of writing on the on the front of all of them, really. So it's like uh, a, If you're watching the video. Yeah, so it's kind of a... I don't know. It's like graffiti-ish style, but it's like like typewriter meets graffiti. Yeah, what I would say. That's how I describe it. Typewriter 
meets a graffiti artist right, um go. and that's and the on the front was, of them the wax was glow in the dark as well wasn't it yes some yeah. of the labels were glow in the dark some of the wax not all of them but some of the wax was glow in the dark so um I really kind of wanted to find a glass bottle one, but I really like dippers and this one was on offer. So I went with the can instead. So it just means I've got to try them again. So, <laughs> uh, right. So this beer is hazy yellow. Not, in, not It's like not, it's not soupy because I can just about see my fingers through it. Yeah, but I'd it say lightly hazed. Lightly hazed. Lightly hazed. I can see some carbonation bubbles in it. It's got a nice creamy white head on the top. Yes, it does. I can smell that Sabro straight away. And that's the thing with Sabro, though, isn't it? Is Sabro takes over, absolutely takes over. I think any any coconut in general, when you have coconut additives in it and all that, the the adjuncts and anything coconut related, coconut always seems to take over, um, which I'm not mad about. No, it is definite (laughs) Sabro, coconut, pineapple cream. Yes. It's very fragrant. Right, here we go. We're going to taste it. Do it. Cheers. It's super. It's very boozy. <laughs> it's very boozy. <laughs> See, that's what I don't like about dippers. I don't like that alcohol burn. Yeah, I like it though. Because <laughs> I think the thing is, they start off with the alcohol burn, but actually, the more you sip on it, the more the alcohol burn kind of goes away and you get more of the hoppiness. But you don't really, really I don't like really hoppy like that. I mean, it's, I it tastes do, right, but, but I. So I feel like that hot burn is taking. Yeah, it's taken away from the glorious fruitiness that is in here i'm getting lots of coconut yeah. absolute massive amounts of coconut very it's sabro super sabro. Like, it is kind of like cocktail like yeah. i'm always fine it's very cocktail like when you have coconut and pineapple and tr- the tropical fruits really in a very boozy beer um and and i like it personally it's my style for sure it's an eight percent so it's eight percent in a 330 mil can um I would have get you know it. I think it's right on par with with taste wise with what the percentage is. Yeah, um, yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't argue that. It's got citra in it as well, mm. um, which I think is just being overshadowed by the sabro. It's just yeah, that, sabro. I think that's what I think that's what Not sabro mad at does. <laughs> I like how, I do like how much we go. I'm not <laughs> mad at it though. Like, <laughs> no. if, if you if you think about when we're drinking it's beers, we always go oh. This is different. Oh, this thought, is I'm not mad at it though. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. I, I love that's my. That's I just, my this phrase. would be really not mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> this would be really lovely if it just didn't have that alcohol burn at the beginning. Oh, I think I it's really like lovely as is. You are beautiful. Don't you change? That's how I feel about it. <laughs> I could. I would really happily. Like I wouldn't say it's. I, I wouldn't describe it as sessionable. Like I wouldn't go. Oh, that's a that's a crushable beer. <laughs> Don't but session I, this, people. It's eight <laughs> percent. I would say though that I I it is for me it's gorgeous for me <laughs> and nice. it does make me curious to try more dig actually I yeah. think um maybe something that's not not a dipper yeah like, see what else I, I think they've yeah. done stouts before I think um, it's well crafted like the flavors yeah. in there are lovely yeah I just don't want that alcohol bit mm. an IPA no, might but that's be delicious the from them but that's the thing is it, it's that's this is not your go-to no, this is not me style <laughs> this is not me like it is with like it is with yeah me. so um <laughs> i'd be interested to see their versatility to see how yes. they do other things so like you said this is quite beautifully crafted i'd like to see how they execute other styles because you've got some i find that a lot of breweries that that do like such amazing dippers they'll do like amazing dippers tippers ipas um and then they don't tend to put out a lot of other yeah styles because they've just mastered this one style so well that they you know i think we've mentioned it before on the podcast yeah. so be interesting to see like can they pull off this amazing range of all different styles so i think for me i'll definitely try them again and i'm gonna get the bottles because i really want <laughs> to have the bottle <laughs> do you know how to um get into uh, get in under the wax do you know the trick um uh, do you want to know if i actually know the trick that you know <laughs> <laughs> how i get in under them <laughs> the way i take a bottle opener that's that's got the corkscrew and then i just yeah. go around it and pick at it okay, so a way that you're not going to stab yourself right you need a butter knife so you need a blunt knife and then you cut just along underneath so i've got a bottle for the people that watch i think so underneath the crown the crown part you need to cut straight along under right under there and then with the butter knife you cut like a smiley face Right. And then you take that notch of wax out 
and you need to have made it wide enough for your bottle opener she says shown on the video to get in underneath the crown cap and then lift it off and then the wax comes with it that seems so that a lot is, easier than, yeah. than the way off but it's, it, it's the same work your way, way around because you don't like you use a blunt butter knife so you don't cut yourself if it slips because sometimes it does and sometimes you have to get like in there because the wax is thicker yeah. but that's the amount how of you times do it. the amount of times i've slipped with the corkscrew yep. and f-bombs yep. came out i made up words i didn't even know were were words yeah um it's not fun so fun fact <laughs> now i've learned how to properly open the bottles. You go. right blunt knife underneath the crown cap smiley face peel it out <laughs> you should like make an anagram for that (laughs) (laughs) well i learned it from wild beer co because they do wax bottles and on one of their um virtual tastings brett the owner was just like this is the safest way to get into the wax let me show you (laughs) thanks brett that was brilliant tip now i teach everybody else it i like that that is that is good um while i'm gonna because i'm gonna sip on this for a bit longer so i guess um i wish i i wish you could send me yours <laughs> like fire i'd be like Just give it to me i will drink all of it um so i guess brief description of triannuary i think everyone yes. can probably figure out what it is it's pretty self-exclamatory but i mean i guess how do you how do you take triannuary to me so triannuary has been for around for a while and i think it was like it's been emphasized a lot because you know dry january gets talked about a lot in in january because people are trying to be healthier and maybe cut back on alcohol drink alcohol consumption because of new year's resolutions and whatever um but it is it's definitely come out from like our smaller breweries our craft brewers from our bottle shops and our tap rooms and craft bars and things like that um try annuary go and try new beers try try new breweries try new when you can because we can't right now go and try new places to drink because dry like where we we've shown now the what range of dry january beers like alcohol free beers that there are go but watch the episode go we watch extensively covered it watch the episode there's two episodes. and then go watch and then go watch brew dog podcast <laughs> yeah. brew dog news podcast where i guested on that and i got to Ooh, talk more about alcohol free beers um but so that like there is more of a range now and when bars and tap rooms and pubs are back up and running properly again they'll be able to have more of a range in them but going down dry january can sometimes mean that our smaller breweries our smaller bars and things are not getting as much business so as a side note try january means that you're getting out there you're trying new things um responsibly and in moderation but, in moderation. but yeah i think do i've not always marathon your top 10 no. in one go no don't do it <laughs> I, st- I struggled with nine alcohol free beers yeah at the end of that i was like that was a lot oh my god <laughs> like that yeah we were like never never yeah again. don't know even that. though it was alcohol free the fizz got to us yeah we i was <laughs> after i was burping up a storm it was it was not a, a cute look like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't cute <laughs> But anyway, try January. Uh, try January is so that our pubs and our bottle shops and our breweries don't lose out on business. I think I think it kind of it translates to the out like it translates outside of beer as well, where it's kind yeah. of like you know try new restaurants, try yeah. new activities, do all this. But I think within beer, like like you said, it's it's there's an emphasis on it, especially this year. I didn't really know especially about. I've year. always heard dry January. I never oh, no. try January to this yeah, see. I've said I've done triannuary quite a few too but I mean I I am the type of person that just tries something new all the time so I've often used that old triannuary hashtag in my things Could you um, do that? anyone watching the video she's I done just did that really great hashtag <laughs> motion <laughs> we don't even need to describe that no. you can figure it out with um um uh, so I've done it several times but, but I'm a person that tries lots of different beers so I think it's good like if you're a beer drinker sometimes you get it and you drink the same sort of thing all the time it's good to get out and try different styles or you know try at least something different like a different brewery that you've not had before there is a wide amazing world of beer out there like go take it in yeah and I think it's also like in terms of supporting businesses and stuff as well I mean you can go direct to breweries or you can try just even a bottle shop that you've heard of that you've not had a chance to order and spread you know I think triannuary is a good time to sort of spread the love obviously we know that everyone only has a finite amount of money um, but 
when you can, you kind of do an order with somebody that maybe you've not ordered from before or somebody that's particularly small yeah. that maybe really, really needs the help or somebody that has a particular good stock of, of something else. So it's, you know, try breweries, try bottle different bottle shops or, or resellers, try different styles, um, all, all that. So, yeah, that's a pretty good coverage, Joe. Yeah, and it's definitely more important this year than ever because hospitality yes. is struggling, as we know. Yes, completely agree. What is our, I've finished mine. What's our next one? Um, Braybrook we're going to do next. I'm really nervous to open. Why? Oh, because you you've been having bad luck with opening bottles, haven't you? Just one. It's just all just it takes one. is the one. Just all it takes is the now one. Now she's nervous. To shake your confidence. And that's it. I did a tasting with Joe's Beer Tent Society and uh, joined that, Patreon that, did the first live tasting that since I've been a Patreon member. I had all bottles. I was... I was I was really worried. I had kitchen roll now. Oh, you're gonna have to beep that. Uh, literally, I had kitchen roll next to me. I was like, I am nervous. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. This Looking. is nice. I think with the beeping, it's gonna make it extra good because people are gonna try to figure out what it is <laughs> what I said. said. And that is gonna make just just thinking out loud now. That's gonna make me extra happy. The idea that someone's gonna go, what did she say? Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious um so this is like a dark ruby red color yes i'd say even ch- chestnutty yeah right really dark chestnut yeah. um it's got um sorry my light creamy <laughs> creamy like not quite beige off off white off white yeah off white head very bubbly yeah very head. bubbly lots of carbonation bubbles i'm seeing smells very like maltyish smoke type yeah smoked smoked malt in there that's lovely smells really nice it's not if you looked at it and you smelt it you wouldn't go that's a lager no you wouldn't no but i guess that's the black black lager isn't it Mm -hmm. that's nice honestly close your eyes drink this beer is that a lager yes or no but it is because it's it's a um... it is but (laughs) it's not because it's um it's a schwartz beer which is a smoked beer. I was going to say, you're looking at my face, which is <laughs> completely blank. Which comes under, which comes under the umbrella joke. of... Which, right, so it's a Schwartz beer, which is a smoked beer, which comes under the umbrella of lager beers, which is why it's a lager. So um, a Schwartz beer has roasted or smoked malt in it. Tick, very roasty. Yeah. That is a big old yeah. tick for me. It does. It's I like exceptionally so the roasty in taste for me. The roastiness and the smokiness. Sometimes when you get beers like this, they kind of smell and taste a bit like smoked meat. Whereas this one is just kind of <laughs> it sm- doesn't, it's yeah. smoky, smoky and roasty and sweet. There isn't like, like it's not got that meatiness to it. It doesn't have meatiness I, to it's it. It's very good. <laughs> I think that if I smelled meatiness in my beer, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I like meat. I'm a meat eater. That's not it. But I would just go, oh, that that's an off put. Like it's off putting to think about in terms of meatiness. But this is this is nice. This is a nice Be surprise. <laughs> I've had some quite nice ones that have got smoked meat qualities to them. Um, I think it's just the when you hear about it, you go, that yeah, doesn't... doesn't sound to them. Yeah, but neither it does. Probably like... tastes really good. <laughs> but you know, descriptors like horse blanket don't sound particularly pleasant. <laughs> but they are delicious. Yeah. Horse blanket. Forgot about you know, that. That's one. my favorite one. Horse um, uh, this is delicious. It's got a really dry finish. It makes you want really to really like more. it. This yeah, is, it's I very really Moorish. Like very Moorish. Um, yeah, I think the roastiness is really nice. Like I said, though, if I close my, I didn't know what a Schwartz beer was, and <laughs> yeah, you said it. So okay, this is why this is why I joined Beer Tent Society. So I don't have to eat, feel extra bad when you give me the <laughs> info because I'm like, it's all right. I've 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 joined <laughs> Patreon. I can get the information. It all good. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's, it, if I closed my eyes and drank it, I would quite literally, and you said, oh, what style is it? If you had me do a blind taste test, I'd maybe actually say it was a bit like a porter or, or something. It's, it's got a similar yeah. porterish bit yeah. to it. Yeah, well, those, those kind of beers do have similar characteristics. Which I think we've got to do a whole separate episode on yeah. black variants of, um, of <laughs> but- beers. It's a lager because it'll have been brewed with lager yeast rather than ale yeast, which gives it that clean finish. Yes. So it has got a crispness because it's got yeah. no, it's got no, it's not really got fruitiness. No. And it does um, have that very dryness to it yeah. that you were saying, like the dryness towards yeah. the back end of the taste is definitely there. And, um, yeah. but like, I think that's partially what makes it 
Moorish as it's yeah. because it's so clean and dry and yep. and the crispness. That's I just want to keep sipping it. I think this it would pair is... quite well with a lot of food as well. Be good with some cheeses. Ah, Jesus, I love it. <laughs> I, I, I've had enough distance from Christmas now that I'm <laughs> back into cheese. So you know what? I don't. I dove into the cheese box today. I've actually got a box in the free in the fridge that houses the interesting cheeses that are still left over from Christmas, oh. and I hadn't had it for a couple of days, and I was just like. I'm going in the cheese box today. That's why that's I have really nice. I finished all of our Christmas cheese. <laughs> sure? Well, see, so this is the thing, Gordon. My, so my husband won't eat beer, uh, won't eat cheese with stuff in it. <laughs> so he does like anything, like right. n- nothing. So he won't. So, so like he won't. He, he does cheddar, red Leicester, a smoked cheddar. That's probably about it. Whereas I'm like, give me the blue cheese. Give me the oh, Wednesday. See, no. Yeah, give me the blue yeah. cheese. I'm give me the Wensleydale with the with the with the cranberries and the blueberries and oh, oh, I've got a Wensleydale that's got Team Gordon, sh- but yeah. also partially Team Joanne. <laughs> if I don't know what I'm eating, so it's like if if you tell me I used to love broccoli stilton and a uh, soup until somebody told me that was like a blue cheese basically, and then I was like, no, I don't like that anymore. Blue cheese is delicious. <laughs> Once somebody, once oh. I know what goes into making it and the age process and, and what it looks like, I just go, "Oh, I'm actually all right though." But no, I do like to, I like to spice delicious. up my cheddars. I like when there's <laughs> you know garlic and, and herbs. Oh, so and he doesn't garlic, like he doesn't garlic, garlic in anything. Doesn't do herbs. Doesn't do spice. Put so. garlic in everything. Yeah, We've gone cheese. so yes, off piece. <laughs> yeah, talking about cheese. All I'm saying is, Cheese and I, we had a separation after Christmas for a bit. We're Sometimes seeing each other to. again. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Sometimes worry. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you have to. <laughs> it's true. Um, back to the beer. It says on the bottle, um, the world of dark lagers is as diverse uh, with flavours ranging from malty and sweet to dry and roasty with sharp edges. That's exciting. Yeah, what I found really interesting, actually, with Braybrook. So so they're located in Braybrook, which is near Market Harbour. I think that's Midlands, I think, I believe. Um, and they also, from what I saw, started in 2017. And they have on their website that their aim was to make really good lager. Um, what I found particularly interesting when I was looking into them was that they only use uh, malt from Franconia, Germany. really interesting yeah and they mill it on site and their house yeast is grown in bavaria and shipped overnight to make sure it's extra fresh how interesting is that that's really interesting interesting. that's really interesting (laughs) really interesting yeah because then if you pit these guys like up against utopian who are doing lager styles but doing it with all british ingredients that's really interesting yeah, I mean, like right on the label. So it says um, yeah. they're making high quality lagers to exacting German principles. Yeah. So I think that's sort of they've gone, you know, German lagers yeah. are exceptional. We want to make exceptional beers. And they've got uh, the fact they've gone to great lengths to say we're getting, you know, our yeast is being grown in Bavaria and overnight shipped to us. Yeah, that is that's a dedication. <laughs> and B, that's just a really interesting thing. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. You'd be doing. However, I don't know. Um, I'm wondering how the whole Brexit thing is going yeah. to impact that because it seems like they do outsource all their proper ingredients to Germany and then they sort of do what they do on site. Hoping that it doesn't impact that. I'm hoping that they just don't struggle. I think they'll be able to carry on with yeah. British stuff, but it would really be yeah i'd feel really bad for them if they then had this extra struggle of having to get through that yeah and that's not like it kind of goes against their mission statement doesn't it Mm. Mm. which is totally not their fault if they have to change Yeah, no absolutely not that thing that you're like oh but i hope we get another one i hope we get another um i'd a be interested in trying more from them and b be interested to try more black lagers i think um well i actually have the full set of braybrook beers um because um david franklin who is in our craft beer uk group on facebook heard us talking about it on the uh end of year review episode i was actually going that way and so he picked me up a full set how sweet is that <laughs> it's how so lovely so he, he got, is such a sweet yeah, man <laughs> thank you so much so i've got them i've got them ready to try so i can try all of them um, and i've sent him some butilliers 
to uh, it was, it was we got we got on the group chat with them and the first yeah. thing he said to us was like i listened to your podcast and i'm going to braybrook and we were like oh he's like okay yeah. So, like, yeah he was like joe i'll get you some i'll get you some i was like oh my god he is such a sweet so lovely individual. thank you so much <laughs> it's, it's uh, i'm loving it we're, we're gonna have to do like an episode on just, I'll have to I'll have to get them yeah. and we'll have to go and we'll have to explore deeper into it just because that that fact alone was so interesting yeah was, that's really like, interesting yeah 100%. I'd and like it, to go that's one place that I would like to go if lockdown lifts can yeah. we go and can we meet yeah there and try it yeah that'd be fresh fun. at the site I would really like that I think and going back to what you said about this beer it says on the label it will remind you of a good stout but the five weeks of lagering time also give this beer the smoothness and drinkability you would expect from all the Braybrook lagers. It's the perfect partner to grilled meat. Oh, See? there you go. Bit of food pairing <laughs> in there as well. It comes summertime. That's it. What I have to do is I have to <laughs> grill my meats and uh, get some more yeah. <laughs> Braybrook black lagers. Mm. It's really this I would say, unlike the dig, which I loved the dig and I would drink it anytime this is actually sessionable i could sit yeah. there for a whole we said what percentage is whole session no i don't think we have said actually we probably should 5.2 our job and tell people <laughs> 5.2 percent that's not bad no not at all i think that's very that's beyond sessionable yeah it's, i mean technically above session I mean, ABVs, actually, yeah. but for me that's below <laughs> session abvs it's fine um it's yeah it's hardly 105.9 percent. it's all good um so why i guess while i finish the last of my glass um why should we, i'm a slow drinker why should we support triannuary what's you know what's your thoughts on that well just to support as i said before just to support the the breweries the bottle shops the pubs the bars the tap rooms um by trying different ones we're supporting our craft beer scene and i you know if we're not buying from them they're not going to be around we will lose them, especially at the minute. We've got to support all of all of these people if we want them to, to be around as well. Um, but as well, I suppose in a more general outside COVID time sense, it's just like I, I personally think that to really understand beers, you need to have an understanding of ingredients, an understanding of of vocab of beer vocabulary so that you can understand what you're tasting in the glass and put words to it because sometimes that's quite difficult but also trying different beer styles so that when you pick up a beer and go oh that says it's a you know it says it's a black lager what does that mean because then you're not going to put it in your glass and go well that's really smoky i don't like that <laughs> because if you knew oh it's a black lager black lagers could be smoky and it's not something that you enjoy yeah. then you're not going to pick up a beer that you don't like so I just that I think trying lots of different things is really important in our personal beer educations. I was very I was very good not to ch- I was going to chime in and say I happen to know someone that's got an amazing <laughs> beer school of beer vocabulary. Do you, know, do you know who that is? Who is that? <laughs> it's <know>. me. <laughs> no, someone I know has a beer school. I might school. happen to have a course that teaches <sighs> you about beer ingredients and and uh, it has and an amazing amazing um, vocab list of great yeah, ways and, to, uh, to describe your beer and it might, might also teach you te- uh, tasting techniques so that you can pick out all the bits when you're tasting i might i might have a course that does that i do it's called build your beer vocabulary. maybe maybe you do maybe you don't i don't know <laughs> and i might also have um a beer membership uh where we learn about different beer styles every month I might be part of that. Group. You might be part of that. I might. I might have been the yeah. troll in the comments when we did Ooh. the when we did the live tasting on yeah, Friday. Because my glass wasn't clean because I had no chance to clean it. I recommended her a <laughs> beer clean glass video. Recommended <laughs> and my it was own one that beer she's clean done. glass recipe video to myself. <laughs> it was. It was brilliant. It was my final moment. I it was. It was that. good. It was good. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think I I'm in total agreement with that about um the pandemic situation in general like that being one big reason this year in particular and I think um for that it's it's really important for us to try and I think even going dry I think even doing dry January in my opinion you're still trying beers it still counts as triannuary yeah. in my opinion because I think a lot of people um from the research that I did on the alcohol free episode and go back and listen to that if you haven't 
a lot there is a lot of people that do buy their alcohol free from supermarkets and i think a lot of people that rely on macro for that but actually you can be doing a a triannuary of alcohol free beers and the price of a lot of these alcohol free beers isn't much more than what you're paying for a supermarket bit i mean there was a lot that were sub two quid yeah there was a few that were there was a a lot that were sub three quid um everything that was three quid and above it was a lot of import stuff or really like high-end type stuff um like your you know your tool your tool i don't know if i pronounce that right but tool is how i say it um and omnipolo and all those those are the ones that were the higher price points um I think you can tack them onto your orders with bottle shops and try those if that's what you're doing. You can you can be buying beers from your bottle shops um, and waiting, you know, waiting until February to try them if you want, if you're doing dry January. Um, but it is very, very important. And I think especially now more, more than ever. And I think you can even count trying websites you've not tried before. Yep. For me, I did um, Wise Bartender for Alcohol Free. And I think that still counts because you have your Hamiltons, you have your McKellar's, you've got a lot of proper brewery stuff on there. It just happens to be alcohol free stuff. So and then like you said the other important thing is trying styles exploring seeing what you like seeing what you don't like because it will ultimately benefit you in future and I think what I really like about triannuary is it pushes you to try things that you've thought about trying but never made the time to try before and it sounds silly because any day you could go and do that but I think in particular when you have that goal in mind it sort of motivates you that extra bit it's the gamifying the game yeah I think you know if you're like if there's you know you always drink this beer that's your favorite that's fine like if this is what you always drink then that's fine um but if you're someone like us that wants to try different things wants to really see what's out there because there is a massive range out there i mean we've got a dipper a black lager a sour and a stout and a stout and this is probably more towards a pastry stout than it is a regular stout so we, we had got, a pastry like, sour we had fallen acorn yeah, we've got pa- pastry yeah. sour that was yeah. Got, we've got loads of stuff that we're yeah doing. like there like there are so many different things out there that sometimes it's good to just go and try it. and like if you don't want to try different things that's cool but if you really want to understand what you're tasting and really understand beer styles and go out and try them and try lots of different ones and know what you really like that's the thing is when you yeah. want to know what you really like use this as an excuse to tack an extra order on or an extra beer or two beers onto yeah. the order you're making of the stuff you love and use that as your excuse to go one extra one isn't going to hurt me in my wallet i mean it might so if, if it is yeah if do it doesn't it, don't do it obviously <laughs> um but if if you are in a position where you can yeah. do it tack a random one on for yeah. somebody you've not heard of or not tried of before and and try that and see where you get to with that and, yeah, and if I you don't like it then you yeah. know you don't like that you probably don't like that style or you don't like that brewery and that's cool yeah then you don't because but you've tried it i always say yeah, you've you tried it rule yeah. something out and say you don't like it if you've never tried it yeah that's always my go-to just in life in general and i yeah. think it's quite applicable in beer as well so definitely right i'm getting thirsty now yeah next one right play bruco blackberry and i think we both and really cherry wanted to try, <laughs> we wanted sour. to try play i want yeah in general and I really want to, I want to try the one that's supposed to be like a drumstick. So I, I want the waffle I one. That. Oh, Whichever yeah. Whatever the waffle one is, I want the waffle yeah. one. I almost ordered that one anyways, but I had to, my wallet was like, no, no, no girl. Too, too <laughs> my many. My wallet was like, There's... girl, no, you've got too many things to order. <laughs> too many good beers. I, I shouldn't be buying beers for like ever because my fridge is full. I blame it on the we podcast have, we, and on beers. We... Already discussed this. We have the exact right amount of beers in our fridge. If anything, we're deficient. True. We're deficient in the let's, beers that we, you know, that we can have. Let's go with that. Deficiencies. This is a lovely. Um, yeah. So it's very hazed. It's a lovely cherry red. It's difficult to see with the light, and I think I'm holding up to the camera if you're watching the video. But it is. Yeah. It looks a lot darker than it is in the light. Let me see mine, brother. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Let me get my torch. It is out. a my ex- yeah. exceptional <laughs> torch. <laughs> It is uh, like Very a cherry red and it's hazed. You can't see through it. Um, you it's see, what like I would it's expect from soupy. a sour, if I'm honest. Yeah. Like when I think of sours, it is kind of more closely to a berry sour. That is kind yeah. of what I think of. Um, it's got a bubbly pink head. See, I don't really... Mine didn't pour Did yours? Oh, head. I got quite a nice head on mine. It poured and then it dissipated yeah. very quickly. So maybe it was just a bad day of pouring. But... I'm getting a lot of cherry on the nose. Yep. 
I'm getting a lot of cherry and I would say blackberry to kind yeah. of contrast that. The raspberry is not coming through as much in the smell for me. Yeah. If it's bad, blame yourself. You pick this one. No, it's not bad. <laughs> it I, I said that before tart. taking a sip. It is tart. I like oh, it. See, I, don't, I think this is the right level of tart for me. Huh. It's not, it's not oh, yeah. the tart that you... To try to put it into words, it's not the kind of tart that you feel in the back part of your mouth like do you know when you have something that's exceptionally sour and you can kind of you without effort make the puckering lips face and you can feel it sort of in the back of your in the back of your mouth it's not quite that level of tart but would I give this to someone that's never had a sour before I might do depending on what they normally like but it would be something that if you're very new and you're not sure if you like sour things yeah don't have this as your first yeah no, it's not puckering. So when it's like sour, it's I consider it to be puckering. Um, I think the carbonation on it is adding to that because there's quite a bit of carbonation yes. in there. I was going to point out the carbonation as well because that's that gets picked up quite well. I think the I think you're right. I think the carbonation yeah. is sort of what plays into yeah. the tartness. It, it's it's acidic, but I wouldn't say it's overly acidic no. to the point that I think I'd get. Well, I don't really get. But if somebody that might get acid reflux, I don't think it's going to like trigger that. No, that's um, really sensitive. But no, and I, I think the carbonation is adding to that as well, mm. but not to a level that is unpleasant. No. no, I quite like it. I don't think I could have too many of these in a row. Just no, I think I don't have one. Makes me want to burp, but it's very good. <laughs> it's and the, I'd say in the flavour, it's just kind of berry. Yeah, like I'm not picking out the three fruits. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No. Um, but I, I can definitely pick out the cherry and the blackberry and the aroma but in the body it's just kind of nice tart berry I think it's when you get like the forest fruits um, mm. juice it's kind yeah. of forest fruit juice when you add a bit of carbonation yeah. to it yeah it doesn't taste boozy at all that's what's no. the on this it's five percent yeah so it's not I that. would say it even tastes lower than that like I just I wouldn't yeah I would think it was quite low in ABV so that was pleasant I like I, the can yeah, the the, their can art. Just to show the can. Can art is fun. Great. Um, got little cartoon pie slice who is yeah. spinning a cherry and a blackberry on his fingers, and he's got little purple kicks on. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do like it. And, and the labels all have that same sort of vintagey yeah. kind of looking design to it. Well, this is a good. special release. Ooh, pulled into the back, unfiltered and unpasteurized. So that's why it's hazy. Um, it's got oats. It's got lactose in it. I do like lactose. It's not going to help you with your veganuary. <laughs> it's not going to help you with veganuary. I do like lactose. I um, wouldn't say that I can taste it. I don't think it comes no. through so much in the taste as you do with other beers. So whether or not it's whether if you've removed it, you'd notice a big difference. I I don't know. You you homebrew. You probably know better than I do. Um, I think it just adds to the body. So it's just mate. It's just not. It's just not thin <laughs> because of the lactose. Um, so, to be fair, saying that I don't think it's I. I've had sours that are very thin and I don't yeah. think this is no. very thin. That makes sense. So on the label it says, our first sour beer with lashings of berries and ends on Madagascan vanilla. I don't know if I'm getting the vanilla, no. if I'm honest. <laughs> I didn't think I was. It's got 250 kilograms of blackberries, raspberries and sweet chi- sweet cherries. Sweet, sweet cherries. Not just sweet cherries. Sweet, sweet cherries. <laughs> sweet, sweet cherries. <laughs> Where in the, in the grocery store can I buy sweet, sweet, sweet cherries? Sweet, sweet cherries. I'd like to try them. Sweet, sweet um, cherries. It's certainly not short of bright notes, but it all melts mm. away for a smooth, subtle vanilla ending. I mean, I think it's so subtle I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, I would, agree, I would agree with that. I think that's that not everything's, bad, like, everything's not right. Yeah. Everything's right up until the subtle... I mean, I guess even the subtle vanilla, like you said, is right because it's very subtle. Yeah. I think once you've said that and I'm looking for it, I'm like, I think Are I Are you finding could, a little bit? Yeah. I could make it out, but is that because you've told me? Because you've said be so. Because I wouldn't, when we were first talking about it, I Power wouldn't have said there suggestion. was vanilla in this at all. Mm. Nice. I like that. I, w- nice. I wouldn't have picked it out. Um, yeah. Apparently, so I, when I looked into them, mm-hmm. so they're in Middlesbrough. Um, which is Yorkshire way. Uh, apparently, they started in Leeds, like as a home brewing operation. Okay. And I thought they were very, very new, but they started home brewing in 2014. So obviously, that's before they were a business. This is all what I found on their website. Yeah. Um, started home brewing in 2014 properly. Uh, then they kind of did like small batches where they'd kind of give that out, but they didn't start actually 
producing commercially it doesn't appear and correct me if I'm wrong if you work there and you, yeah. and you know I'm wrong email and, us yeah email us send me hate mail it's fine I can, <laughs> I can deal with it um but apparently their first trio of beers was actually in 2017 oh really I hadn't actually heard of them until I'd never last heard year. of them until like till the end of last year when a few yeah. people in groups were like oh I found these and I was like they look new I'd say I heard them about like middle last year-ish where I kind of first noticed one or two popping up but I had never really heard them so I'm wondering if they were just maybe a very small operation and lockdown forced them to go a bit bigger than maybe they were or maybe it's bottle shops that carry them that that stock them maybe are going online more now so we're seeing them more now than we were I don't know and I am in the south so I sometimes don't get some of the stuff from up the north just doesn't make it down this way yeah i'm i'm southern yeah well. we are just although it depends on who you ask if you ask people in london they're like you're north of watford so you're not southern you're <laughs> and, a friend who lived and then in you south- ask everyone northern and they go no you're southern i had a friend from southampton and she just said everybody was north of her so i just uh, I've, I've got the added complexity of then everyone in this country goes you don't sound well not foreign. everybody but you get you get people going you don't sound british you you're definitely american or at least canadian and then you've got people in the u.s that go you sound super british so i'm lost somewhere in the oh. middle quite literally the middle of the atlantic ocean because the south doesn't want me the north doesn't want me the u.s doesn't want me and the uk doesn't want me want me it's frustrated oh. i'm very confused <laughs> i want you you can stay with oh, me. thanks i'll get on move to ken um so yeah so i thought that was quite good and and they've got um they when they kind of started they go on about their branding is very sort of vintage 80s and 90s based and I, and I do get that with with some of the labels that I saw I, but I would say this style actually kind of makes me think more 50s yeah I was gonna say that. The label at the moment yeah um, but if you look on their website and you look at the beers they started with it's very it is definitely like 80s 90s yeah. There's some action film looking labels oh. but what I thought you'd be interested in and that I was quite interested in was on their website they stated that for every beer that they sell they donate a portion to the british hop society association to support Ooh. the amazing work that they do That's so exciting. i don't know a bunch i don't know that much about the british hop society i don't know if you do at all but... um no i know it's a good thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, what what i got from the website was that um they, they were formerly known as the national hop association and it's a limited company so they've got directors from each of the three growers groups sitting on the board. Uh, the growers groups are English Hops Limited, Hock Brand Hops Limited and Wielding Hops Limited. And um, it's the forum by which this is directly pulled from the website. Don't don't at me about plagiarisms. Um, so it's the forum in which growers make representations to the UK government the EC International and National Industry Committees. So they donate, apparently, at least according to their website, they do donate to that as well. So okay. should have been covered on our charity episode. Didn't know about it. Just happened to find out about it. So well, that was That's exciting. I want to look hmm. into that now. Yeah. So that's that's quite good. Um, I do want to try their waffles one. So I will definitely be yeah. making an effort to get the waffles one. Definitely be trying more of those. That's all of, the, all of them so far we would be trying more of. Yeah yeah 100 percent um yeah and i guess before we go on to our last one which is the bbno uh brew by numbers uh, i guess ways that we can support before we go on to our next beer let's talk about ways that we can support triannuary um so bottle shop offerings i think some bottle shops were offering boxes do you want to list the ones that we know about for sure yeah so um a hoppy place was offering a triannuary box wasn't it and yorkshire craft beers was offering um, a triannuary box I, theirs was quite fun because i think they they did like a little um guess which ones are in the box here's their blurred out blurred it's funny because i think they, they both had a, an interesting twist. Yeah. So, so yorkshire did the guess what's in the box yeah and a hoppy place did an actual bingo card um to tick off so they're they're local to me i think i've yeah. mentioned it several times before they're local to me and and dave put up a uh, the owner of it he, he put up like a bingo card where it's like here's all the different styles to try and in his box it was all the different styles that he mentioned That's so fun. i thought that was a really interesting way to yeah. like prov- provoke to trying it's like i'll get this box and then i've also got this bingo card to tick off and i thought that yeah. was fun 
Um, I'm sure other bottle shops probably did similar. But yeah, I, I, do, I haven't heard any, but I'm sure certain. I'm sure they did. And there was discount codes and stuff that people were doing, wasn't there as well? Yeah, so Left Field Beers definitely did a discount code. I think it's 15% off if you're listening to it and it's before the end of January. Go check it out. I think it was literally the discount code was like Triannuary 15 or something like that. Um, but they've got a really good selection. I mean, all of them have. I've, I've ordered from Yorkshire Craft, Hoppy Place, and left field beers and they all have amazing <laughs> none of them pay us none of them give no. us free beer we buy no. all of it it's yeah. not it's not that um it's just genuinely we feel like they've just got really good selections yeah and we've we had really go good to. customer service like and so this optimism, so january all of them. <laughs> yeah optimism optimism i've used before um i find that if i've been looking for something for a while and i can't find it usually optimism has got it um and hop shop aberdeen hop shop um, I used for the first time this month as well. They were really good. Yeah, when we got our dry yeah. January beers, and I was like, yeah. "These are things that I think they had the Crunch AF before I even saw yeah. Hamilton announce it." I was like, yeah. "This is brilliant." They had a really good selection, but yeah. yeah, discount codes. Look out for discount codes. I know breweries are also doing. um This month is very heavily discounted, and I'm wondering if it's because they all know people do dry January, try to be healthy, and therefore it's the enticing of like. Be healthy, but also buy from us, guys. Um, I, I don't know enough in comparison to last year because I didn't really know about Triannuary to know if this is normal or not. So it's like the January sales. Um, but yeah, Staggeringly Good had 21% off. So if it's oh, well, the end of January. Well, Bicker always do a Triannuary box as well. I just remembered. Oh, didn't yeah. know that. Because I've had one of theirs. I, I didn't get their one this year because it had stuff in it that i'd already tried but previously i've got their triannual one and that's where i got my um funky dory david bowie beer was in their triannual box uh, the year right, that was right. out that's the one that hoppy place has they've got the bibbidi bobbidi oh they got bibbidi i bibbidi yeah, bobbidi so i do need to get one of those so i'm gonna that's gonna be in my next order as well i've been like saving up a bulk order that i'm gonna place before i get paid and i'm gonna go <laughs> poor and that's fine but right, well, then fine. when you do the order you need to get me one of those and you need All to right. get me that other hype beer we were talking All about. All right, let's just... Yeah, yeah we're not going to say this name. We're not going to say his name. <laughs> we don't need to. And I'm only drinking more than it. it's already promoted. No, I'm only drinking it for, you know, scientific reasons for the podcast. Yeah, it says the person <laughs> that messaged me going, are you going to make me do it? I'm not going to make you. And you're like, oh, let's do it. But you're going to have your revenge on another episode that we also want. Spoiler alert. It's, so. it's not going to be revenge because you're going to really like it. I probably will. Based Who's on going on about it? I have full trust in you. I have full trust in you, full trust. And when I, we get there, I, I'm going to be like, "See, you were talking nonsense." I will let you publicly shame me. Mm-hmm. That's fine, and I um, will. So I think the only other two, but I know you. <laughs> the only other two bits that I would personally recommend. I don't know if you've got anything to add to this. Is when it comes to bottle shops. Whether it be breweries you want to try or styles you want to try, what I'd recommend is doing sort of a blind box as such um, with with a bottle shop. And you can just tell them, here's the brew, either say, here's the breweries I want to try or here's the styles I want to try and here's the budget I want and let them go and create you something. Um, let them just pick for you. And then it's kind of sort of a fun surprise for you, but you'll also know that you're getting the things that you want to get and the styles you want to try. Um, a lot of bottle shops, they're very friendly in that way where you can reach out to them and you can make those special requests. And I think for Triannuary, it's the perfect time to utilize that that surprise box function. Um, and outside of that, I would say, if you've got other friends in into craft beer at all, do beer trading for me i found that's very cost effective way um i definitely use that method so like i posted that um one of the beers that i'll mention before we finish the episode of one that i really wanted to try um i got a trade for it and another one i mentioned somebody else was like i can give that to you and a third one that i mentioned someone told me where it was that i could get it so it was re- it's really good to utilize people within the community as well because you save money when you buy an extra beer from where you're already ordering and you make a trade. So instead of getting duplicate of something, you could just trade for something you've never had before. So outside of January, definitely make usage of swapping if you can. That's that's sort of my tip on it. Anything else you want to add before we have the last one? So off the back of that, I would say definitely if you're not already, get into some 
good Facebook beer groups. Um, they're all very different. So, you know, try a couple and then see which one fits <laughs> fit you because some of them are very, there's different vibes in all of them. So find the ones that fit, fit to you um, and ask people in those. Like, be like, I want to try, you know, I want to try this style. I want to try this brewery. What should I buy? Um, where can I buy stuff? Because everyone, everyone has different things that they pop, that they can tell you. Like, they'll, they'll recommend their favourite brewery. They'll recommend their favourite local. They'll recommend their favourite shop, um, their favourite style, you know. Or, oh, you've tried that and you've really enjoyed that. Well, why don't you try this as well? Like, the community is there to support, like, we're there to support each other and, and, it's just a, the craft beer community is really lovely. Ge- also, generally. off that, <laughs> so. off, yeah, genuinely, there are different vibes. Yeah, yeah. Um, off of that as well. You, oh, what I will say as well is a lot of the connections that I've made in terms of swapping too have come from Instagram, like or, or yeah, Instagram finding, as well, out, yeah. finding out some new things. I've found them out through Instagram. So, I think you know make an account like i have a whole separate beer account so my the account that i my adventures and optimism that one is literally just dedicated to beer all i do is follow breweries i mean i follow food as well because it's like you know you got to eat when you drink so there's that (laughs) as well um food porn in general so it's you know all beer all food and it's other people that are drinking and eating the stuff that i'm interested in so that's how i've learned about some of the stuff that i've wanted to try was you know craft beer pinup did um a instagram live with was it three hills is that what they're called three hills i believe um hadn't i don't know how i hadn't heard of them before but i hadn't heard of them before and they were talking about the bvpak i think it's called um is a stout range that they do and they do all different flavors of it and i was like that sounds like heaven and i and as a person that loves doing beer comparisons i was like i want all of them and i want to compare them all to each other she sent me the chocolate praline one i'm not gonna make you beat me out <laughs> but i'm just gonna say imagine what i'd say you'd have to beat me out right now you fill in the blank beep right here so jealous she bought um, an extra one i am fuming i want it so i'm definitely that's it didn't make it to my top 10 that i'm going to list at the end of this episode um but that's only because i made that list prior to having watched that video yeah um, and i've already started uh once the top 10 that i've got clear out that's the next one on the list and i wouldn't have known about that if i never watched her instagram live so thank you craft beer pinup yeah well follow craft beer follow kimberly craft beer pinup she is amazing um and i started and a she's got amazing brew. shoes yes yeah, she's got amazing shoes. <laughs> she's got amazing shoes i i thought <laughs> i had a shoe collection vibe. i thought i had a shoe collection she has a shoe collection right. yeah um but i started a woman's brew as my beer account to like over two years ago now just over two years ago now and that, like i've met amazing people because of that beer account like that are now my friends so um yeah start 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 a beer instagram yeah, exactly. And to the more document you your triannuary. Exactly. And the more you mingle with people as well, yeah. the more that you find that you'll find more people as well, because that's just yeah. the nature of Instagram, isn't it? So it's like, you know, through Joanne, I found, you know, other people that aren't even in the UK that I'm yeah. like, oh, actually, that's really, that's a good account to follow. I'll follow them as well. And then you just start networking, getting to know more people, getting to see what's interesting. And, and that's really helpful to give you at least, if nothing else, inspiration of what you want to try. So even if you don't post reviews and you just post photos of beer, just go with it. Yeah, just do it. It's fun. I like doing it. <laughs> try it out. Yep. For try anyway. <laughs> right. Last one. I'm Last excited. one. Right. This is Brew by Numbers Canadian Breakfast Stout. The can looks like it's got, it says number eight um, in drippy maple syrup by the looks of it. So I guess... We should say as well, um, Brew by Numbers or BBNO, depending on how yeah. you refer to them. Um, they are the London-based brewery. Um, they started quite a while ago. I believe it was 2012. Um, I've, I've gone to them personally on the beer mile when I did Bermondsey. Um, Jealous. Really amazing beers. Just really amazing beers. Uh, it didn't get the full effect because it was still, it was just between one lockdown in the mm. tier system and all that. So it was still a bit difficult, but it was doable. 
Um, and the, they always give their beers a particular number assigned and they might have variants of that number. I find they use the number for different variations of a similar one. Um, and this one happens to be number eight and it is, yeah, the, the Canadian breakfast out. Whether or not there's more number eight, I'm not positive. It's a lovely um, mocha coloured. Well, you got a good head on that one. Yeah, it's quite big. I, uh, that was my pouring. I will own up to that. That is black. It smells gorgeous. Right, so it's black. It's got um, a thick beige head. And it smells like coffee. It does. Like I've just poured myself roasty a coffee. roasty cold brew. Yeah, that smells delicious. Yeah, filter coffee, specifically filter coffee, I should say. It tastes like coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting much of the maple syrup, if I'm honest, so the Canadian element of it. I don't so much get that, but I'm getting very heavily coffee and I quite like it. Yeah. Do you want to hear what's on the can? Yes. Read right, it to so me. Drawing inspiration from the sweet and savoury breakfast of Canada, we decided to brew this satisfyingly drinkable breakfast stout. So breakfast stouts tend to have coffee flavours in them. Um, a robust foundation of oats alongside smoked chocolate, black and crystal malt allows the unmistakable flavour of Canadian maple syrup to shine with the addition of coffee and cacao nibs, providing a balanced complexity. The resulting beer is unctuous, full-bodied and smooth. Unctuous is a fun word. I like that. Unctu- I'm I know. That's a new vocab word. You've got to use it once this week now. Unctuous. unctuous. Canned on uh, the 26th of November 20. It's quite a young beer. Oh. I would say I'm definitely getting the crystals. Um that's, crystal malt. that's definitely yeah crystal malt that's definitely coming through uh the coffee's definitely coming through the cacao nib i could even get because there is that bitterness but yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't say the chocolate aspect of it i would say the bitterness of a cacao nib where there's a little bit of sweetness but i wouldn't say chocolate as so, you might think so it depends on how much chocolate malt they've put in because if they haven't put a huge amount of chocolate malt in it could just be there for roastiness and it tends to give a, a coffee note and color so it's it definitely was, roasty it's yeah. definitely coffee. coffee um am i getting maple syrup as the main t- or, or a heavy taste i'm not heavily getting maple syrup again i'm not mad at it to, no. to go to my favorite <laughs> phrase um but it is more so coffee focused i think yeah. than than maple i'm definitely smelling that smoked malt mm. But it goes, it like it I don't goes taste hand. No, but it goes anything. hand in hand with that the roasty coffee. Roasty. So it's giving you that dark roast coffee. Yeah. Um, it's definitely dark roast coffee. <laughs> yeah, and it, I think if you, if there was maple syrup in this, it would be more cloying and it wouldn't be as nice. Exactly. I think it's balanced just mm. perfectly. To be honest, I think if there was a tad bit more sweetness, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset if there was a little bit more sweetness to it. But however, I think because the bitterness does take over quite a lot, I think, towards the end of the sip. Um, But I don't think it's it's not bad. It's quite enjoyable. And I know I've personally had a lot by Brew by Numbers. And what's really funny about them is their label is very simple. It's not like this big, as we've mentioned, it's sort of just a number on it. um, And it's sort of it shows up in various different ways this one happened to look like sticky maple syrup dripping whereas i admittedly will gravitate towards things with a very pretty label for me a pretty label and yeah, this label is so very plain. simple yeah they're very simple yeah yeah so but often i've yet to have a bad beer by them yeah true very true but i do i i feel like sometimes I pick something else because it's got a prettier label. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was influenced by the. I find I find that when I'm deciding what to order, I'll go. That sounds really nice, like that um, pink lady saison. I was like, I really want that, but I've still not ordered it because it gets to the back of my queue because something that looks prettier superficially, it looks prettier, and it. If you've got two things that sound really nice, I then go, which one looks nicer? I do it subconsciously, yeah. but it happens. And then I go, let me go with that one. It's prettier. And um, and I think what happens is I end up passing on a, on a BBNO because it's not as much on the eyes label-wise, but that's not something that you should do because they make very solid beers. Yeah, 
And I think I think it, the label doesn't tell me what it's going to taste like often. So yeah, I, I mean, if like, you're well, looking at it really... from the front and not yeah. reading it. Yeah, yeah, yeah if yeah, I'm just sure. looking at the picture on the label, it doesn't tell me what it's going to taste like. But if I look at that, sometimes that does make that makes me think <laughs> that, well, sometimes you don't. But yeah. I often find with the Brew by Numbers one, it says what it is. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't look like it. Like, this looks mm. like it's got drippy maple syrup, but it doesn't actually yeah. taste like that. Yeah. Whereas yeah, exactly. you pick up the Brew Co, which has got this happy Raspberry little, pie. it's bright pink. It's got a happy fruit pie having a little wander down the street twirling some fruit like i'm like i'm gonna drink that that's got I berry like in it the pie's on its way to like i don't know it's just on its way to look cool at a yeah. schoolyard or something yeah. like you know he's not it's going anywhere out. he's just like i'm chilling the party yeah. comes to me yeah. like that's what that label is yeah, saying exactly so i would go for that over brew by numbers but every brew by numbers beer i've had i've not had many which is why i want to drink more this year but everyone I've had has been good. So I need to buy I've more. I've had quite a them. few and they've all been solid. Yeah. I've never had one that I've gone like, really don't like that. I've always really liked them. And it is strictly down to, I just think they don't catch yeah. my eye. You can get them yeah. in Morrison's. Um, if you are a person that relies heavily on a supermarket for budget purposes, you can get them at Morrison's. But they put together this banging mix case. That was, it worked out so cheap to the point it's that too many pounds for me. The thing is, I think it's turned it's made it difficult for bottle shops though because how can they compete when yeah. the director brewery has made this pack of however many beers so cheap I, yeah. I don't know and it's all quality stuff so yeah. it's um it's definitely one that i'd recommend people to try and if you're in london or near london or going to london go to the beermansy beer, uh, beer mile and go by there and just buy some beers even if you don't stay um because it's it's good you have an excuse to buy the pink lady one pink lady saison because you yeah, need saisons for next for month's the beer tent. beer tent yeah that's what i'm gonna have to buy it for the beer tent i've got some butilias still i think i've got eight okay. butilias that is a saison that i've been saving for the right moment and then when you said that's what happened i was like yes i'm gonna keep going go. now i've definitely got an excuse got to, to have now. Um, <laughs> that one for sure and um yeah i think it would be really good if when everything is sort of lifted if at some point we can go into london as a podcast or just just to go hang out and go yes. do the bmr together yeah, and go drink our really way good. through the bmr together i think that would be really fun um yeah. there's a lot of really really cool places there so um bb and o being one of them so, yeah yeah we have got so much good content for you for this triennial episode that we're actually gonna have to split it into two episodes so our next episode will be Triannuary Part 2. If you want to get hold of us, you can get Tori on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. If you'd like to talk to me about Triannuary or anything else beer related, you can find my personal account at a woman's brew on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. If you've been enjoying this episode about Triannuary and you want to learn a bit more about beer or you want to up your beer tasting game so you can get the most out of those new beers that you're trying, come find my beer school, Love Beer Learning, on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Love Beer Learning and at the website, lovebeerlearning.co.uk. We have classes to train you in proper beer tasting techniques and to build your beer tasting confidence and we also have the beer tent society where you can learn about beer styles a new one every month we're also now on pinterest and we're on the tiki tockies as love beer learning or you can email us lovebeerlearning at gmail.com so come back next week for part two of our tri-annuary special cheers <laughs> <laughs>